to the latest Scotch Way podcast. And today I'm joined by Richie Muirhead, the founder and creative director of the Scottish Alternative Music Awards, otherwise known as the SAMAS. Hello, Richie. Hi, Alistair. Um, this is a timely interview because not only have we just had the announcement of the nominations for this year, but this is also your 10th anniversary, um, which is always something to, to celebrate. Um, I think we could start maybe by talking a little bit about the history of the awards. How did they come into being? Yeah, so the the SAMAs started out, well, 10 years ago now, which is, is crazy um, when we look at it like that. 10 years goes um, quickly. <laughs> it does. Um, but actually, it began in Germany. I was, do, I was bizarrely doing a, a crazy trip um, with MTV and Sonny Ericsson, um, and it involved going to the MTV European Music Awards. Um, and I was with a lot of friends, and it kind of pulled everyone together, um, people who I hadn't met before, old friends, new friends, um, got really inspired at the time and realised how important music awards are for bringing people together, um, discovering bands, um, and forming friendships as well at the time. Um, so so yeah, weirdly I kind of came back to Scotland and I had a university project to do um, and yeah, kind of started something that at the time was about celebrating Scottish music um, across some genres and kind of just naturally grew it um, from from back then and, and the classic grand and a really small smaller venue um, really intimate event to now what is in St Luke's with about 700 people mm-hmm. and um, we deliver it with a lot of amazing partners who I'm really thankful for um, and there's been so many kind of things in the middle that have happened you know like iconic moments and and special memories that are really important and have that will stay with me forever so it's been it's been an absolute roller coaster. I can imagine it's been a lot of work but uh, also very fulfilling as well. Going back to that university course so what was the actual course itself that you decided I'm going to apply this to Scottish music? So the course was commercial music mm-hmm. um, so I had just came back from 10 days in Germany uh, as part of a a kind of mini YouTube TV series thing at the time. It's a very, very long story, one for another time. But uh, I bet things have changed a lot since then, even, you know, you're talking about YouTube and, you know... Yeah, so it was sponsored by Sony Ericsson and that was the hottest phone on the planet at the time. Um, So, yeah, things have changed in that respect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the, the particular part of the course, the module, was to do with creativity and building... Uh, a project that could be sustainable uh, and something that where you could learn a lot of uh, skills uh, and be employable uh, and this is certainly something where you learn a lot of skills and have a lot of responsibility so yeah it was a very ambitious thing to do and Jesus Christ must have made a lot of mistakes and still do um, of course like anything but you've got to start somewhere and I'm so thankful of the uni at the time and for me kind of having the balls to to try it. So um, none of this is done on your own. So initially, were you? Did you headline a small team, or was it? Uh, how did you do it? Originally, it was just myself. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I pulled in a web designer, um, which I still do to this day because I don't really grasp that side of, of things. Um, I had a few friends who were wanting to study, well, were wanting to run events, so kind of collaborated and brought them in and, and to play with it and 
the first one happened. My mum and dad done box office. Um, they complained that it was so cold and never got paid. <laughs> I don't think there was... Welcome to the music business, <laughs> mum and dad. Uh, but uh, you know they're they're behind it, so it's important. And, yeah. And it's some. It's just funny that it, you start something at, at at that really DIY um, level, but it's got the 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 passion was there from from then, and it still is today. And so going back to two thousand and nine, I'm trying to think. You know that um, in terms of music awards, they would have been the Mercury's in terms of the UK and various other ones yeah. in terms of the UK. But what was what was the situation in Scotland? There was the Nordoff Robbins doing mm-hmm. the, the kind of charity angle. Um, shortly after mine, there was another music award that popped up and and popped away. Um, but there wasn't a great deal, um, certainly that that I had seen on my research radar at the time. So it it was a good time to yeah. to pick that up and um, with things like the internet just really starting to to blow up. It was also a perfect chance to implement all these skills that I had learned in university, um, which have carried me through the last ten years. So. Because I've, you know, that was the time I started Scots with Hay and the reason for doing that was similar to you doing the awards. It was this idea that there was all this great Scottish music out there and it was struggling to get out there because um, CDs were dying, folk had stopped really buying them. There was a lot of illegal streaming services and the, the beginning of legal ones that people were hardly getting you know paid for. It was almost overwhelming. Um, I got a lot of people sending... Um, their music uh, to the website just desperate mm-hmm. to kind of have any coverage at all and what the people who inspired me were uh, music bloggers um, I've mentioned this before but Song by Toad iTunes yeah. um, a Pinko um, and many many others uh, so it was, it was a really small um, it seemed that the industry had shrunk but there was still great music getting made and the part of the industry was shrunk was in the business side of things. Do you think that was right? Yeah, possibly. There's this explosion of um, online and people wanting to put on events and then becoming promoters and having a website. And I, th- I think, you know, it really changed, it changed the game for everyone. Um, and for me, it was a, a giant tool to be able to shout about the, nom- the nominees and the, the live part of the show to, to a real at that time well still still today an international audience um, yeah. and prior to that you would never really imagine you, 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 you could be able to, to deliver something like that so it's just a it's a tool that changed the game you know and I'm so thankful for it <laughs> but I think it, it took a while for, for bands musicians and those who worked with them to come to terms with it because the old business model was you've made a, 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 um, a solid thing and it's beginning to move back there with the resurgence of vinyl and even the resurgence of CDs and people buying cassettes and, and, and various other ways of, of getting music into people's hands but for a while it seemed that it was too expensive to make CDs and almost live music became more important because of the reason for that and I think in particular in Glasgow the live music scene kind of exploded and was that something that you wanted to tap into with the awards because the live side of things very important it is yeah and at the time and still today I go to gigs when I can but at that younger age I was out every night so I was experiencing 
you know, bands and, and places like Block and Nice and Sleazies. And, and even in my hometown in, in Kilmarnock, um, there was a lot of my friends putting on great shows. So it, that, that all started, started to kind of lead me to loving the music scene more and more and, and really wanting to, to get in about working in that environment and building connections with people and and yeah just just kind of doing my own thing and and growing that and nurturing it and making making its own identity you know and well talking about the the um, live side of things before the podcast started we heard Declan Welsh and the Decadent West and in a minute we're going to hear a song from uh, Lilo um, who last year were your um, live act um, winners um, we should talk a little bit um, about the, the different categories in their world because I think um, I'll be interested to hear why you chose these ones and maybe didn't have others. So, I mean, could you tell us what the categories are? Yep, the categories are rock, alternative, metal, acoustic, live, newcomer, electronic and hip-hop. And so... How did you come up with those as the categories that you were going to choose? Well, in in, in Scotland, the, the music scene, as you know, is very, very diverse. Um, and so we, could, we could have had more, but at the same time, for me, it has to be manageable and, yes. and it has to make sense. I've been at various other awards and sometimes they get a bit um, a bit too much. There's too much going on with, with the, the awards and the, the nominees' numbers, so... I thought we could make this nice and easy to understand, and I think, truthfully, the the seven um, categories are, are are pretty spot on for what is actually um, going on across Scotland. Um, there's other awards that are dedicated to specific um, styles of music, yeah, 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 um, and there's other awards that are suited to different types of releases. So, so I think this has its own little identity, and and it's definitely a place where you're gonna discover new music um, and hopefully find your new favourite Well, I guess, I mean, it all does come under the, the or it can come under the, the bracket of alternative as well. Uh-huh. Okay, you've got alternative rock, you know, you've got your, your, I mean, metal is such a huge category, we could probably talk for ages on that. Yeah. <laughs> Acoustic, live, newcomer, electronic and hip-hop, and you could say there are alternative, for want of a better term, aspects to all of those. Um, but... We'll play um, uh, Lilo just now, uh, who won the best live act last year, and this is Everything's Cool.
So, Richie, I wonder if um, we could discuss the actual process of the awards, how you come to have your winners in the end, because um, I think that's something that people will be really interested in and maybe don't know how that happens. Yeah, it is it's very important um, and it's something we continue to experiment with to, f- to find out the best uh, way to do it. So at the moment there is a, a set criteria which is published on our website but it's basically we're looking, there's seven awards and each of them have to have a set criteria which is about artists who are releasing a lot of music, outstanding music, innovative, um, high quality songwriting, production um, people who are touring a lot, not afraid to to you know, to get in a van and, and play in all the toilet venues and, and do it again, you know, it's so crucial that that that's happening. Um, and yeah, artists who really want to have a career and be be kind of the next the next thing, you know, that's it's kind of what what we're trying to do is is really it's an award, you know, you you have to earn it, and then it's. So that that's formed, and then it's voted by the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people who form the actual nominations um, are decided by by the team at the Samas. Um, so we pick um, nominators per award. Yes. So each award will have three um, nominators who are spe- specialists, let's say, in that subject. So, for example, um, the metal award it will be th- three nominators who work across Scotland in the metal community and know it inside out um, and based on the criteria they'll work as a team um, over emails maybe over coffee over some phone calls to, to really uh, communicate and go back and forth and, and figure out who, what four artists would be outstanding on that list and it's a very very difficult um, task to do I should lay my cards on the table <laughs> and say for the last few years I've been involved uh, I'm delighted to be involved actually it's one of the, my favourite things to do but uh, uh, in the acoustic um, uh, category and uh, as you mentioned um, you end up uh, getting to uh, be involved with other people in the music industry in, in various different ways whether they are shop owners or whether they are involved in funding bodies or whether they are involved in, in any other ways critics or reviewers or podcasters or whatever um so you see you sit down to choose us if you like yes us as a yeah. term and um i mean how have you how have you done that over the years do you get to know people you think yeah i know they are going to work together as a team well, yes, yes and no. Sometimes there's three people who've never met one another, even though they may be part of the music industry. Yeah. Uh, something like newcomer, um, it can be really diverse and split. Well, a lot of the time it's split over um, Scotland, but sometimes a lot of people do know, know each other as well. But basically we try to change areas up every year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we're looking at people who really have their finger on the pulse and their passion is, is there. Yeah. Uh, and the people also, truthfully, who have the time to do it. Yes. Um, because it can be quite um, time consuming, especially people go on holiday perhaps, or you know, some people just maybe aren't as great on emails or they just like to phone because things and be more short, direct. It's quite a short period of time that you have. It's like a two and a half week window yeah. to, to make those 
key decisions? Um, from my point of view, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> asked anyone this, uh, it, it really works well, but there's it, there's the difficulty, of course, because um, how uh, I've done it in the past with my fellow nominators is we put forward our three or four acts that we think would fit into the category and kind of you're always wanting to bat for your favourite but then what's interesting I think is you get to know people that you may not have, have heard yeah. before for this year for me it was Aaron Smith and come across his work went wow this is fantastic Good. and the same thing happened last year so suddenly you're getting proper conversations yes and um, I found certainly that um, without too much pain that you can because you're not choosing one yeah. you're choosing four and then you can start to think well how can these four be um, di- as diverse as possible of course, yeah. and you don't maybe just want four people with a guitar singing even though maybe that's what springs to mind when people think acoustic there's all sorts of different ways of doing it and looking at the breakdown of um, the nominations for this year's which we'll talk about later it does seem that how you've set this up you know, almost lends itself to this diversity because you are getting people from different areas with different tastes as well. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a huge music fan and I think there's something that will come across in the work that, that I continue to do. And for me, I always see it, if I was an outsider looking in at this, would it be a really diverse um, playlist of, of artists? And I would hope so. And, and I think it's always great when the nominators do work as that team and really... Um, form something special that really is interesting and I know someone everyone will take away something from it that's really important and hopefully that will lead to more streams for the artists more opportunities you know promoters following all the nominations journalists talking about them podcasters uh, the press and, and for me that's really important you know trying to get let's say underground artists into the into the bigger picture of, of the media is 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 important because truthfully they're incredibly talented and I don't see why they shouldn't have that spotlight. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, for me, uh, I'm able to then perhaps feature one of these bands uh, in a review on the website or play them on the, the radio show or do something like that. So even even if you're just being talked about by the nominators, there's every chance that it's going to help you somewhere down the line. But then you get to your um, your final four in each category. Uh-huh. And, and, I mean, that in itself has got to be a boost, I would have thought. Yeah. Can't I mean, anything else. Yeah, 100%. And I, I speak to a lot of people who are, who are artists and they're really thankful and appreciative of it, which which is lovely. And for me, my, my kind of role was trying to, as I say, amplify this noise into, you know, the wider kind of Scot- Scottish and UK music industry to take notice and to, you know, go and discover your favourite band. If you're booking um, a conference like Liverpool Sound City or, or Wide Days uh, or The Great Escape, you know, this is a great chance to to really take initiative with what's on offer up here in Scotland. And, you know, it, it, it would certainly give you some flavour. Yeah, I guess yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but if you were doing... Uh, a festival and you say well what's happening north of the border if it's in England or wherever Europe wide or whatever um, and you looked at the different nominations it's now as you say as long as all the people follow the criteria and are easily accessible online mm-hmm. or on YouTube or you know at least people can hear what they do um, then 
there's every chance that's going to kind of work for you. Absolutely, and I think creating playlists and doing podcasts like today, where we're playing the artists, is crucial in that um, and making the the artists' sounds go to kind of new listeners. Um, well, I think that's the perfect time to play another song. So <laughs> this was the winner of the um, uh, best newcomer um, at the Samas last year, and this is the dance. for this year awards which were announced last night at the Hard Rock Cafe in Glasgow um, can you give us a rundown of them? Of course yeah um, it was a great evening last night as well um, the nominations are in Best Rock we have Fabric Bear Heavy Rapids The Snuts and Walt Disco mm-hmm. uh, and the newcomer we have Corto Alto Capil Shechache Cloth Van Ives Best Live Act, Bossy Love, Crystal, Gallus and The Vegan Leather. Best Hip Hop, Billy Got Waves, Delivery Room, Nova Scotia, The Truth and Steg G. Mm-hmm. Best Electronic, Ella Orleans, Talisker, She and OK Button. And Metal, From Sorrow to Serenity, God Eater, 
Centralia Inferium. Gotta love those metal names. <laughs> and in Best Acoustic, we have Aaron Smith, Annie Booth, Elizabeth Russo, and Zoe Graham. So, there's some categories I know better than others. I wouldn't yeah. claim to know much about metal, but it does seem from a lot of the other ones, live, newcomers, acoustic, rock, and there really is a, a, a great diversity of um, bands. Just it's, the amount of live acts. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. It's, it's great that there's jazz in there. There's, there's a lot of artists who are, you know, from, as you say, live, absolutely playing everywhere and, and not just in Scotland, you know, really taking that step to, to go down south and, and really showcase. And in terms of, you know, you mentioned there's some, you know, we've got these categories, but some of them are very fluid categories. You know, the uh-huh. idea of best live, best newcomer, um, even best electronic, I suppose, uh, allows for a great scope of people. So do you get um, people like myself, I know you do because I've done it myself, get in touch and say, well, do, does this person really fit the category we're looking at? Is that quite a difficult thing sometimes to come around? The, the, the entire awards are, are very difficult, you know, truthfully, to it's never going to be 100% accurate. It's going to be a very amazing insight to currently what is going on uh, and a celebration of that um, year's culture. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's what it is. And, and yes, of course, with metal, for example, um, you know, death metal, thrash metal, prog. hardcore prog, hard rock. You know, there's so many subgenres that um, exist within it and it, it's difficult to just justify it as metal, but to keep things organised, it has to also be like that. Um, and the same would obviously apply to hip-hop, you know, rap, grime. Um, it's, it's hard to put things into, into brackets, but... For the for there to be structure, there has to be. Um, but as I say, I think it's a wonderful shortlist that the nominees have had a very <laughs> difficult and difficult job to, well, I to know be decisive with it. Without uh, commenting on this year's, but I know in previous years, um, I've had the question: Well, this person, you know, has released music that's acoustic, but also perhaps there's a few um, uh, tracks with an electronic guitar or with other people, so. You're not going to get a set definition, are you? Every time, it's just almost impossible to do that. You just yeah. got to look. This is great music. Don't quibble. This is great music, and and that's how I feel about things. You know, I feel yeah. if we concentrate so much on the categories, you actually move away from listening to the music and kind of. I mean, there's got to be some kind of category. It's a bit like there uh, has in to be publishing. A structure. There has to be. You know, have to put somewhere on the shelves. You know, you have to put. Um, Ian Rankin books perhaps <laughs> in a crime shelf but they're just great books of so course that's yeah, yeah. Um, so you, we mentioned that last night was at the Hard Rock Cafe and, and they're one of your uh, partners and what's been interesting to me is that over the year you've built up a strong partnership with various brands has that been a difficult thing to do or has actually you found that people have wanted to be involved um, yeah it's it's raising any form of capital is always going to be um, tricky um, and and to this day it still is you know um, with the the SAMAs in the early days and it's asking people to get involved you know this is we're in the start of something um, and it, it took a taking a long time to kind of get to where it was um, Partners like Hard Rock Cafe and Rebel Rebel Barbers, 
um, and the Academy of Music and Sound have been um, crucial in terms of the delivery the last couple of years of this. Um, and that comes down to their passion for what I'm trying to achieve um, and also, also giving them a chance to um, get involved in, in terms of hosting events or if it's the Academy of Music, maybe me going in to try and inspire the students and, and make them want to um, get into event management or or um, just, I don't know, like start releasing more music because there's awards and there's other showcasing platforms that are, are part, partnered with that can allow for bigger and new opportunities. So, yeah, the, the kind of raising money and, and partnerships has always been tricky. Um, but it's also... If, 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 if you've, there's companies out there who are really passionate about music um, and it's trying to talk to, to those people um, and and get them involved to share that passion together, you know. And, and it's been remarkable, you know, like looking back at it, at how it's became the way it is. Yeah. And has the success, you think, of previous uh, awards winners kind of helped that? Because I was looking today back at some of uh, your, your previous winners and you've got people like Louis Capaldi, Jerry Cinnamon. Um, I mean, do you have favourites that you kind of remember? I have a lot of favourite moments. Yeah. Um, like the first ever award show with Bronto Skylift playing. Right. A two-piece duo who are absolutely crazy. Um, they do a lot of side various projects now. But, you know, just to have the the, the kind of balls to, to put that on first... And then the Lafontaines, you know, mm-hmm. back in 2009. Yeah, yeah. Things like that is, is kind of cool. And then Hector Berserk played one year and Louis jumped into the crowd, crowd surfing. Um, you know, putting on Blank Mass last year, an absolute um, innovative live show with huge visuals. I think doing all of that stuff's really, really important. Um, but, but I guess I, in I, terms I, of profile, because I think, cause the, I think the... Pretty sure yep. the first time I heard both of Louis Capaldi and Jerry Cinnamon, who, as we now know, I've got huge followers, oh, yeah. um, I was as being nominated for Asama. I'm fairly sure that's. I'm pretty sure the the, the partners I work with will be will be ha- will be happy to to be part of something that endorses these amazing artists, um, but. It, you know, it's just part part and parcel eh, of, of doing it. And I think it's a really interesting part of it, though, because I think there's a lot of people who love music, yep. are interested in music, but are not necessarily aware of the best way to either find funding or money or sponsorship or all of these things. And I think um, a, one of the things that you do is to try and show people how to do it. It's another version of collaboration. It's you collaborating with people to say, here's what I can do, here's what I've done, and I want to share these skills with you. But like a pianist might want to play with um, this particular drummer and go and do something like that. They're, you know, it's all valid. It all needs to kind of come together. Yeah. And a lot of the sponsorship things that we do, they're, they're very specific in terms of what the offer is. I'm not going to bore you and go into them, but... Um, there's yeah there's a reason it all kind of comes together and, and works for itself but a lot of the partners we do have have amazing uh, spaces and give us a lot of access to to using them whether that's for um if it's a photo shoot or a live event or 
or even just doing some creating some content. So really fortunate and lucky to have all of them on on board. Well, named um, some of the previous winners and last year's hip-hop winner was um, Solar Eye. So I'm going to play uh, a track from Solar Eye and we'll be back uh, after this. I know I'm no right, but I'm a rang bit. Um, I got you backpedaling, putting rhetoric in pedal bins I've run in adrenaline since the Mehdi in the trainer bit Unsettling the verdict cause I'm better than other elements That slither and try to stick the venom in Forget the Kool-Aid, I drank the Benelin Good night medicine, codeine to counteract amphetamines Level-headed on a seesaw of irrelevance Deer stalking the predator, I'm siding with the venison Serving with a side order of penitence Again, I'm just a menacing presence in the hip-hop halls of residence It's my house, now you better split, call the reverend I need to exercise the tenement to purge the evil resident Resident evil brainless zombies learn to spit umbrellaless The storm's coming and you're never going to weather it Careful with your cleverness The devil's ever present with a verse of scripture And a hefty shove towards the precipice What's with the petulant speech marks the eloquence try to bracket me and I'll stick you in parenthesis Your better sentences recover these sentiments Dead fires in your settlements leave now and I'll let you live I miss the awkwardness specialist speech therapist thinking that you're better you can whistle like a theremin Heroin and haggis Pyute yes I'm repping it shouts to focus skate shop Noidiki and rebel ink I read the bible wrong call me terrorist or freedom fighter Might be writer cause my skin lacks the melanin History is relative listen kid it's imperative you get on the right side of the story when you're telling it It's all in the editing Ask yourself who benefits at the end of it I'd still rather be Tesla than Edison So if as a writer I control the script then heads will spin And my suggestion is you wind your neck in like a terrapin One more thing worth mentioning one rhyme scheme didn't get repetitive Ladies and gentlemen, careful what you're stepping in The cultures we've invested in are annexed by the mega rich Like selling off the post office to privatise confederates I don't mean letters when I say the poor can't get their messages The system teaches Wayne's go where the cheddar is No need to make things, it's all about how we're selling them Ash-faced MPs declare that arts are relevant And worship at the altars of Nasdaq and Merrill Lynch I'm saved by my own personal seraphim Angel-faced with razor blades to keep me level-headed with If you're not Stellar, then you're not ready to mess with this Wendy with her beauty and the deadliness She of the temperament, explosive like a settlement Steel petal shows her metal with a healthy dose of gentleness So all you heavy kids that revel in your mentalness can chew on that It might just correct your speech impediment One last thing worth mentioning Three verses, one rhyme scheme didn't get repetitive Repetitive, repetitive, repetitive
we've spoken a bit about uh, the importance of the final live show, the awards night, um, and I've been to a few of them now. They're great evenings, but um, what is the importance to you of it? Is that like the culmination of, of the awards? Yeah, it's just like the, you know, the bringing everyone together, all the nominees, everyone who's been involved in the public vote, all the partners, the music fans, and, and really putting a spotlight on all the nominations for what one more time um, and producing a live show that's really mad like something you're not really going to maybe see uh, in the venue down the road um, well I don't I, think you'll see as, as wide a, a kind of range of acts on one bill as you do with this I wouldn't have thought yeah and I, I, as a music fan again like I try my best to, to really diversify that and, and push boundaries Um We've had some fantastic moments over the years with the likes of Baby Strange playing, um, the Van Tees, uh, Shogun, Blank Mass. I mean, it's it's just trying to, to put on a show that's going to make you turn around and take, hopefully take notice. And maybe um, come away from something you think, you know, I wouldn't normally have listened to them, but actually I'm going to check them out, because that's happened to me. Definitely. 100%, and a lot, we invite a lot of people to attend, so... We're trying to make sure the artists get to play to as wider an audience as possible. Yes, of course, it might not be everyone's cup of tea, certain bands, but as you say, like trying to make make them walk away with, with that new new something from it. So it's definitely grown over the years, I know that. So where did, I think you mentioned it earlier, but where did it start? Where was the first live one? So the first one was in the Classic Grand, yes. in the really small cabinet room. Right. I think it's about 100 capacity. The Classic Grand on Jamaica Street, is that yeah. right? Yeah, wow. That's and then that we moved, I've been in for a long, long time. We moved up to the larger room in the Classic Grand, which I think is 400. Right. Um, and Three Blind Wolves played in oh, there yeah, one yeah. year. And Ross Clark came into the crowd and played, that was lovely. Um, and then we made a transition over to the garage mm-hmm. um, we had a lot of great times there um, acts like Father Son Vicovi Holy-esque um, Hector Berserk you know some great memories and now we're, we're kind of at St Luke's um, so the last few years you've been at St Luke's yeah and it's it's amazing in there the staff are so helpful and it's a wonderful space you know it really visually it suits what we're trying to do and yeah, it's just a, it's lovely place to deliver that type of event, and yeah, I think I think there'll be more crowd surfing again. There seems to be the only award show where people just sort of lose their lose themselves and 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 go mad. <laughs> and uh, in terms of live music uh, in Scotland um, during the last ten years, uh, do you think it's changed? Do you think it's or do you think it keeps going on despite everything? I just think, yeah, it keeps going on. You know, there's so many scenes, you know, across um, a lot of the, like, electronic. There's so many great club nights going on across the city and, and outside of Glasgow as well. And, and and rock music, you know, you've got everyone grinding out amazing gigs. Because you should make it clear, uh, certainly I want to make it clear, yeah. this is not a Glasgow scene. Although we, the, the places we've talked about have been in Glasgow and St Luke's is in Glasgow and all of that stuff, in terms of the awards as a whole, it's absolutely Scottish-wide. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in terms of the um, groups of nominators, of whom I'm one, um, they, they are spread far yeah, away. And, Aberdeen, and you can see in the, the people who, are not, who finally are nominated... And that there's a real geographical diversity as well as a musical diversity too. Yeah, but to answer your question, I think the live scene is 
as strong as ever, you know, um, and that's thanks to great events that are going being created. You know, Tenement Trail is is growing. Um, there's lo- loads of fantastic other festivals around. Uh, yeah, there, there are Celtic, Celtic Connections. It's like it's the behemoth, isn't it's it? It's an absolute giant to to go and see, and and I think all of this just fuels and inspires. Um, all the other events. I think that's been one of the biggest things in the last 10 years has been the growth of the small accessible music festival. You know, mm-hmm. it used to kind of be the size of Teen the Park and you went away for three days and maybe came back after five. And, uh, you know, that was that was the idea for what a music festival was. But now you get ones which are in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that um, could be in all sorts of different places, some accessible, some maybe you have to get a bit more of a journey, but there's loads of them now. And I think for me, if I, to, if I was to give the biggest change in Scottish music in the last 10 years, that would, instead of live music, that would definitely be one of them. Mm-hmm. And I think... As well, like going back to the live circuit, the the amount of music festivals that exist, they just f- feed directly into the likes of the need for awards and for taking a moment to celebrate all the, you know, the hard work and writing and recording an EP, touring it, festival season, and then you know, taking a moment to celebrate that. I mean, it is a night of celebration yeah. for everyone, not just those who are nominated, but hope because you know there are yeah. there are other people who were involved that will be there. There will be the record companies, uh, and that's another big growth in the last ten years. Is the small independent Scottish record company. Um, so I think it really is a case of people not just supporting their own, if you like, but supporting everyone in general, which I think is something that Scottish music does pretty well. Yeah, and this this year the the live shows looking looking really great. We we have the Cosmic Dead playing, who are an incredible live band. It's a, a lot of a lot of hair <laughs> and a lot a lot of loud, amazing psychedelic music. Global um, Cop is also playing. She she's doing amazing at the moment. Hip hop artist, um, and we have a band from Dumfrieshire called Frankie's Evil Party. Oh yes. who are drumming up a lot of noise. Um, so it's a real eclectic um, night, you know. It's it's. I think a lot of people are always like, "What the hell are you going to put on this time?" But it always finds a great way to. It's an it's an interesting thing which we haven't spoken about, but you know, because the people that play on the night, they're not nominees. No, they are no. bands that you've gone out and said, "This this will be a lineup that will fit together." So you're actually. As well as having an awards night, you're creating an evening's music as well. Absolutely, and and as we say, like the people in the crowd, record companies, record stores, promoters, festival organisers, journalists, funding bodies, they're all going to be there. So it's important the show is absolutely spot on, and and is an an opportunity for everyone to 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 see what we are we're calling the Scottish Alternative Music Awards and and three or four acts who are at the top of their game in the live circuit. And uh, this year's night, we should stress, is at St Luke's in Glasgow on the 25th of October. Uh, and I'm certainly looking forward to that. Um, it's just struck me that uh, the Samas, uh, I mean, it might take you 12 months to do them, but I'm guessing that there's other stuff going on with the Samas. You know, it's not just these awards. They're... Yeah, there's a lot of things in between. Um I recently went down to Liverpool and had a wonderful meeting with the people at Liverpool Sound City um, 
and now we're just recently announced it but next year we're going to be hosting our own event within the Liverpool Sound City Plus um, conference um, which is attended by over 500 delegates from across um, the UK and Europe and further afield um, so these are music professionals coming over um, kindly we've been asked and accepted to host our own little event so we're going to showcase three Scottish artists next next year which is really great and it's been a, a goal of mine to try and take the awards slightly out of Scotland as well mm-hmm. um, and try and expose the artists to more industry bodies so, so we're doing a trip to Liverpool which will be announced when it's all finalised um, we have our own music festival which takes place in Paisley yeah I was going to say that yeah. which we've been hosting for the last two years it's called Sama's Paisley Takeover so we're currently looking at dates for that and looking at what would be suitable to do and making a couple of small changes just to, to make it a bit clearer and, and that's not just music I mean there are panels it's like I was saying earlier on about sharing your knowledge and, and getting people discussing the different ways that uh, music can be moved forward there's different events there as well. Yeah, so it's it's not just a live music programme, although there is a live music yes. part of it, which is outstanding. Uh, but it has, as you say, panels um, led by musicians sometimes, music business ones led by organisations who are delivering some great um, industry work. Uh, and we also have kind of stripped-back sessions in there and... Um, and poetry as well, which we, we brought involved this year yeah. with Chris McQueer and Leila Josephine. So, so that was that was quite an ambitious offering to do in, within two days. Um, but we're looking at making a fantastic programme with Renfrewshire Leisure. So, so that's really exciting. And obviously, we have other kind of more private events for for our partners, where we will put on a gig in a barber shop and have some some previous. Winners perhaps play or just some some up some um, new and exciting artists. So there's a, a lot of kind of things behind the scenes we're also doing. Did you mention to me a gig in Greenock? Yeah, a big party in a rave house in a rave. Is that a private rave one? It's public. Um, so this is in this is actually in the first of November. So it's creeping up. Um, it's in collaboration with Cryptic, mm-hmm. um, who run Sonica, which is a visual arts. And music festival, so we're doing a fantastic show with Rev Magnetic and oh, Callum Easter, yes, eh? and Vaj Power, and there's a load of other um, artists in there, and yeah, it's on the first of November, so yeah, we're running buses from Glasgow to that down in Greenock, and that should be nice. We've never really done any events down that far, so it's it's nice to to push boundaries with with that and with Liverpool. But yeah, first of all, we should really get this big awards <laughs> out of the way and make Let's that awesome. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Just finally, on the night itself, you've been doing these for 10 years now. How do you feel on the night? Is it pride? Is it um, fear? Is it, is it a mixture of everything? Just... Very anxious yeah. for, for like 12 hours, from load in to load out. But um, no, I, I've been enjoying it more and more um, the last certainly the last five years I think really built a great team who I, who I trust and who are fantastic at delivering um, what, what we set out to but yeah there's, there's a load of pride because I'm so proud of, mm-hmm. of 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 doing this for so long and also so proud of 
all the, the artists involved, you know, because they've been working really hard. It's an amazing it. list when you look back over it. I mean, it really is a list of the people involved, the people who have won and the people who have nominated and the people who have played. It really is a, a list to kind of be proud of without a doubt. Yeah, I, th- I think like any any large event organiser, you, you put on a brave face, but you're probably quite terrified on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> to be truthful. <laughs> Richard, thanks for talking to us today. Thank you so much. That's uh, lovely. And here's to 10 years more. And we're going to leave you with the winner of last year's uh, acoustic category. And this is Megan Early and After River. And we'll be back soon with someone completely different. Cheers. Mm-hmm.